All right, and we are live. Oh, yay. That was very enthusiastic. Yeah. Brenda's not here. Hey, Brenda, what's up? Hey, guys. <laughs> this is Booty Call Brenda. <laughs> That's how she sounds. This is Booty Call Brenda. <laughs> okay. She laughs like that all the time. She does not. Yeah, she do. She laughs like this. <laughs> there you go. Nah, nah, it's like, ah! Nope. <laughs> Dude, who are you thinking about? Hey, I see the volume on the mic every single time I'm editing. It, it goes like kind of sort of squibbly and then like giant spikes. <laughs> yeah, but that happens to all of us because we are laughing. I guess. Except for I'm, you because you, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the Cody laugh. Yeah, it means it. <laughs> uh-huh. And this is, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your lap right there. You got it. Yeah. It. <laughs> because that's funny. And that was mine. <laughs> anyway, Brenda isn't here today, so we're going to miss her. Yeah. She got work stuff to do. Yeah. Because she's a boss. She's a boss. I think it's excuses. <laughs> she can, she can make those people like do their job and peace out. She she doesn't like that. Yeah, I know. She's not that kind of person. She's a good boss. Yeah. Yeah. Like a boss. Boss. Anyway. Hello, everyone. Um, hello, Cody. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Hi, Hi. everyone. Hi. <laughs> it's been a minute since the OGs have been on here. Just the two of us. Yeah. Just the two of us. I feel like since the early, like, few episodes that we did together mm-hmm. we're like a little bit different now whereas in the beginning we were a little broken <laughs> oh we were very broken we were just like bitter about life and the world not to say that we're not broken <laughs> <laughs> not to say we're not bitter now yeah yeah so i still am sometimes we just have giant grins on our face now when we're bitter and yeah. broken yeah i think things have been a little better yeah yeah. I definitely think so too. Mm-hmm. Um I mean you're not crying anymore every day every day. Every day. Not every day, you yeah. know, every other day. Yeah. Or maybe like twice a week. Hey, improvements improvement. Yeah. Improve you know? I'm proud of proud of me. Yeah, you should be. Thanks. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. Yeah. But I, I think by trying not to cry so much, I've also become a bit angry and bitchy. <laughs> so okay, so because you you think because you're not crying, Be, because I'm not crying because of sadness or broken heart, mm. I I feel like sometimes I I can be mean, and that makes me feel bad, and that makes me cry. <laughs> like why am I being so mean? You know. And then you get mean. It's like a it's just a endless cycle. <laughs> I cry because I'm mean, and I'm mean because I cry. <laughs> um. But yeah, things are. I think things are better. Yeah. I still, I still have like ups and downs with my mental health, like mm-hmm. where I'm not sad because of life. I'm just depressed. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird that depression isn't necessarily sorrow. It's just this like lack of <laughs> will to do shit. Yeah. It's so it's such a weird feeling. Yeah, you know, like that that quote, which I think it's really uh, since I read this book. Uh, perks of being a wall- wallflower. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm both happy and sad 
at the same time. And I'm still trying to figure it out how that can be or something like that. <laughs> I butchered the fucking quote, but sure. something like that. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Most days I am happy, but also sad. Hmm. And then Phil shows up and you're like, I'm all happy. Yeah. I mean, he is definitely a positive and a light in my life. Mm-hmm. Like my life does not revolve around him. Whereas just because he brings so much joy to my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to spend more time with him, but I don't want him to be a crutch either. A cr- you know oh, I mean? crutch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's great. Like, what I like about him is that he is respectful. And like Brenda had mentioned a few episodes ago how she had jokingly called um, her boo uh, like a bitch or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, I take that back. Let's not start doing that. Yeah. And like, um, I think we were playing like games with like other friends mm-hmm. and like, you know, how we get like competitive and like, mm-hmm. you know. And I talk a little he joke, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He jokingly had called me, ah, oh, you bitch. And I'm like, that's fine. Because <clears throat> it was funny because mm. everybody was like. Yeah. But he had never like c- called me that. But Did later on, I'm like. A little bit, like. Yeah. But later yeah. on, I was like, you know what? I don't like it if you, when you call me a bitch. And like, I know you said it playing and I'm not angry or anything. Mm. I just don't want to go down that road. Yeah. Where we call each other. Yeah. He's like. How do he's you, like yeah. How do you respond? He's like, oh, yeah, totally. Because he's like, I. the thing that surprises me about you is like, you never call me an asshole. You never call me a shithead. You never call me anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to start doing that because then it's like it opens something that shouldn't. Yeah, especially if you're just kind of having a raw day, feelings, mm-hmm. emotions, whatever, or just, a, just yeah, just a bad day. But he totally you know, understood. All it would take is an ill-timed you know tease banter mm-hmm. joke whatever and then it just turns into a you know a, a, a clash because yeah. it dug at you a little like it didn't even reason. hurt me at all like it didn't sting it, it i laughed about it but mm-hmm. i also wanted to address it like i don't i don't want to start doing that ever yeah so you kind of reflected on it and like saw that kind of bigger picture yeah. of what could potentially like yeah. how you could potentially re- respond later on or uh like being upset or angry or whatever because of it or you start getting into the habit of oh well if you're gonna say that to me jokingly i'm gonna say this to you jokingly and then all of a sudden it could potentially lead to you know uh, a toxic relationship really Mm -hmm. potentially so that's really cool you kind of reflected on it and nipped it early on in the bud Mm -hmm. to be like not upset not offended but blah yeah it's nice because he we could talk about things like that and Mm -hmm. um he listens um and he uh, tries to understand and i think i do a good job of listening to him too it's nice to have conversations even sometimes controversial things Mm -hmm. where we don't agree with each other Mm -hmm. but we also don't attack each other what's the most controversial thing the two of you or the the uh, the most like opposing opinions the two of you have had and had a discussion about Mm, probably Probably about because we both grew up poor, mm. but he I grew up in a predominantly Hispanic and even we didn't grow up amongst black people. Mm. But he grew up amongst like diverse, mm. but mainly white. 
people. Mm. I think we've talked about like people who are on welfare and mm -hmm. um, also the um, the white privilege. Mm -hmm. And like he doesn't believe in like that, that because you're white, you've got a certain privilege mm -hmm. because his life has not been easy. Yeah. So he thinks, well, you know, I've never had any privilege. Mm -hmm. but you're he's one person you know what i mean yeah and i don't fully disagree with him on that i know and you know exactly and i think i think to kind of expand on it is simply i think we get buzzwords throughout the media mostly and all of a sudden those buzzwords that may have meant something very specific to a very specific group um or subsect of a group all of a sudden just kind of starts being thrown around because when i think white pr privilege my thought is simply I've never had to in this country worried about being discriminated against because of my skin color mm -hmm. for anything um, in general on the whole. Don't get me wrong. There's been a handful of times where I think there's been that we'll say that white guilt that people have responded to me in kind of a pro what they would say what I can only assume they would think is a proactive response um, because somebody claim that they're offended or something mm -hmm. so so that's like you know the only kind of area that i've really been we'll say yeah discriminated against in very very few mm -hmm. and select um stories <laughs> but when i think white priv privileged i'm thinking yeah there really isn't discrimination against me for the color of my skin where i do think um another conversation that we've had where i do think that in this country it, it happens way too often where people do get pulled over by cops because they, mm -hmm. they're darker complexion or because yep. they're black, right? I would definitely agree and with he, that. He, you know, and he, he thinks maybe there are some bad cops, but I don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. it, you know, for, for the most part, he, he feels like it has to do a lot with the kind of car they're driving. And I'm like, well, that's still not cool. Yeah. And, and See, I disagree with that on his end as well because... I'll bring back, I think a while ago, I was talking about going to like Spokane Discount and hearing on the other end of the warehouse, two workers sitting there going, well, you know, black people always this. Yeah, they just do this. They pulled a race car, blah. Again, we're in a very predominantly white mm -hmm. area. Even just hearing that, my first thought is, okay, these are, just, these are two very sheltered white guys who haven't had very much, if any, real exposure to non-white people. And they may have had hearsay from somebody else or from wherever media or whoever the fuck. And they're making that experience. Maybe somebody else had their own instead of actually getting to know people and realize mm -hmm. that not everybody is trying to pull some car to get advantage over other people. Um, are there people that do that? Sure. But the vast majority, no. Yeah. But what I appreciate about, you know, those conversations is that he'll go back and he'll try to read up on things that maybe he misread or maybe, mm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, and he'll be like, oh, I was reading about that. And I think you're right about this. But, you know, like he he wants to be informed. Yeah. That's and really cool. sometimes I don't know if he's getting where he's getting his information from. And that's mm -hmm. another thing where I'm like, who do we trust when we're getting our information? Yeah. You know? Even I don't know, like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. But I do appreciate that he'll listen to what I have to say and 
whenever he has something to say, he's not a, he's not saying it like I'm right, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting because you said, where, you know, where does he get his information? Where do you get your information? Who do we trust? I've always been of the mindset of if something, if I hear um, a fact that somebody gives me or or whatever, and it just seems to be either too generalized, too extreme, outlandish or something, I push back a little bit with skepticism. I don't necessarily attack the person and say they're wrong, but I do raise the like, that seems a bit different from what I've, you know, or that doesn't seem right or whatever. And then I'll go to look it up mostly because especially if it's a shocking kind of statistic or whatever, if that statistic is actually true, um, like for example, the other uh, few podcasts ago when Brenda was saying, you know, the world has 10 weeks left of, of which did it wheat? Wheat. That was one of those moments where I'm like, nah, you gotta be kidding me. That's bullshit. Like you read, that's, you read that somewhere, you know, that's what I'm thinking. But at the same time, I'm like, shit, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I got to look that up because that's, too crazy for me to believe mm-hmm. um without some sort of factual backup and then it ends up being correct um for example so dating apps all that stuff i had matched with somebody last week i think and had just kind of done the opening conversation with this person simple you know what are your interests you know what's your what are you, what are you looking for on here those kind of things and they kept being extremely vague with what their interests were. And then they would be like, Oh, what about you? So I'd answer and I'd be relatively, you know, give detail. Um, you know, what are your hobbies? You know, I talk about woodworking and mostly that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but working on my garden, trying to get my patio, those kind of things, like the things that I do, right. Um, traveling this year, those kind of things. And then they would just kind of, say, oh, I'm hoping to turn one of my hobbies into a passion project, um, kind of a career, and maybe start a nonprofit or something like that. I'm going, oh, cool. That's awesome. What, uh, you know, what's, what's the hobby? What's the thing, right? Then they eventually had said, they eventually told me, but this is about, I don't know, 10, 15 back and forth messages of me kind of politely re-asking the question in a different way trying to get some sort of specific mm-hmm. spe- the specifics specific sure yeah <laughs> specificity specific anyways that word um from the person because <laughs> yeah i can't talk uh because again they're just being kind of dodgy which seemed kind of weird so they finally told me and they said oh i am really passionate about inspiring women to have more confidence in themselves and to kind of what you say, like um, in the workforce and, you know, take advantage of opportunities and get opportunities and those kind of things. And I'm like, Oh wow, that's really awesome. That's pretty noble. And then she goes, yeah, would you believe that women will only apply to jobs if they meet 100% of the qualifications, whereas men will apply with as little as 60% of the qualifications on job posting. Again, another one of those, like, one, kind of a crazy statistic to just throw out there. And then, two, I sat there thinking, not in my experience. I look at job posts for a long time where I wouldn't apply to jobs if I didn't have at least 90%, 80%, even 100%, you know. So I responded to the person. Again, this is all through messaging. 
And I had said, that's, I go, that seems like a very generalized statistic. I'm really curious what their, um, who their, uh, sample population was. Was it just across the board general people? Was it maybe something in a more specific field? Like maybe the medical field with like doctors or the tech industry, you know, any, any industry that is very male dominant, you know, or, um, predominantly men who, work in that industry and i said i'd be really interested to know where these statistics came from because like that just seems that just seems pretty like too generalized to me and then i said especially because in my experience i've mostly worked with women throughout every career that i've ever job that i've had in career and a lot of them have been managers and I have noticed that whether it be men or women, it comes with experience to have that confidence to look at a job posting and finally realize, oh, I don't need to have everything on here. I just need to identify kind of the big key pieces that I should probably have and then apply and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then I had also added saying, and that's only more recent. Well, yeah, I'd say more recently in the last five years or so. And it's definitely something that's been reinforced and restated to me from all my managers who all except for two in the last six years have all been women and they've all been very experienced women in the workforce. And I, you know, and again, I wasn't trying to attack the person and I didn't even, as far as I was, as far as I could tell, I didn't say any words that were attacking. And then we had been messaging pretty much back and forth every couple of minutes, you know, all of a sudden there's silence for about an hour. And I'm like, Oh, all right. Well, you know, maybe they went and did their thing. They're working or whatever. And then I go back into the dating app later on the day. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll, I'll message them and apologize if maybe I offended them or something. They had unmatched me. <laughs> and so I sat there and I'm just like, huh? All right not too surprising because I not, I don't want to say too surprising. It's not like I haven't ran into that kind of situation before on these dating apps with people where mm -hmm. somebody questions something about whatever they say and then they just unmatch. I wish I knew what was going on through their head. My only thought is maybe she felt attacked, <laughs> but <laughs> so then later on I'm back on the dating app. Maybe I don't know, a day or two later and it looks like they have created a new profile or something with like their full name instead of just like a letter or something because that's all it was originally and i sat there and i was just like mm, yeah i'll make a comment just in case maybe like i had offended them at the very least mm -hmm. because to me it's just it's just you so bizarre because like, i was legitimately curious about the statistics and mm -hmm. wanted to have a conversation about <laughs> about what they were sharing right because that's just who i am like especially if something is again kind of outlandish or shocking or slightly unbelievable to me i want to better understand and learn more so i messaged them i'm just like hey you know we had matched the other day because that and i i commented on her prompt because she finally put a prompt on there that was saying specifically what her passions were about helping women and those kind of things. So I made a comment on there saying, Hey, I really hope I didn't offend you the other day. It wasn't my intention to, I'm legitimately curious about kind of these statistics and you know, this whole thing because, and then I elaborated a little bit because you only have so much that you can say on your first message or whatever. And I said, my thoughts were just simply 
if you could identify the more specific field of work, essentially, then you could better target your ambitions, you know, and that they didn't say anything. But I was just sitting there. I just I just I just most curious what goes through people's minds or to what degree of criticism or belittling or trauma or whatever it is that somebody has gone through that. I don't know if it's a fragile ego or insecurities or what, but somebody kind of questions something about what they've said and all but kind of just shut down and turn off. And <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I don't know. I'm always curious. Like what, what <laughs> has somebody gone through to just like get triggered by somebody questioning them? You know, have yeah. you ever come across anything like that when you've talked to people, whether it be on the dating thing or uh... friends or family or whatever? think so uh i mean there were times where i would ask questions about what they said on their profile and -hmm. then they would never reply like why do you have that on there was that like your opening question or like you'd been talking a little bit and then asked sometimes one or the other i guess Hmm. i don't know i think maybe you come off not you but if you come off too strong some people don't like it when you come off with so many questions right off the bat maybe hmm well, know. if they would elaborate and ask me questions, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. It's like pulling teeth, right? What's funny is my boyfriend now, mm-hmm. I messaged him first and we only talked for a little bit and then we met in person. Mm-hmm. We went, it was a really nice time. We went to, to the park to like in the, on the South Hill and it was like very nice fall day. Mm-hmm. It was cool. And then, then we became friends, right? Mm-hmm. So... I think that was really nice and like a healthy way to start things. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, I know I give you shit for like, not necessarily going so slow, but it's, it was, I was definitely worried that you're kind of pigeonholing yourself into like a safety net and not oh, actually getting yourself out there. You yeah. Know? Well, one, I, you know, when I, when I felt like we were just going to be friends, like I was still like t- talking to like two other people probably. Hmm. But then after a few months, I was like, I don't want to be with anybody else. <laughs> I really like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we were listening to uh, your playlist oh, yeah? in my car. There's been a couple likes on it, actually. Keep <laughs> and it's funny. I was telling him, oh, he was listening to he was listening to a song and I didn't know it. He's like, man, I haven't heard this in years. And I'm like. Oh, you'd probably like this playlist. I'm like, it's a lot of throwbacks mm-hmm. for like from our like generation. generation. Yeah. But but you'll probably know more of these songs than I do because it was curated by a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, so we're all the same? Like, no, I'm just saying that you guys probably know a lot of the same music. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. As I'm going through there, I'm, you know, I'm hearing music and I was trying to get a nice balance of top 20 hits throughout basically 90 through i don't know 2015 something like that you know there was plenty of hip-hop there's some rap and everything but i was really trying to get things that had the kind of upbeat energy to them or if they were kind of that emo kid stuff it still had a good energy or it or a reflection on the generation. Yeah, like you know? I, the emo days for me, I wasn't even emo. I just liked the music. Yeah, you know? like I almost wasn't like, like the sad punk yeah, rock kind of stuff. I just liked yeah. it. 
Yeah, like Good Charlotte, Blink One Eight. Oh my god! Oh, I need to get some Sum Forty One in there still. <laughs> you have a, a couple. Oh, do I? Okay, I believe so. I mean, there's over I think twenty two hours at this point. <laughs> I can't remember what all is in there, but well, I do real. I did realize that a lot of the hip hop and rap that I have in there is basically was played on the radio, and that's really it. And some of the music that I have in there that is more of the rock, alternative, punk, whatever, mm-hmm. or even like you know, like Katy Perry hip hop or whatever is stuff that it was played on the radio, but also the more popular songs that weren't necessarily on the radio. And I don't know any of that stuff for like rap and hip hop necessarily of that generation. Well, what I liked about the playlist and us listening to it is that, you know, that song, I don't want no scrub came on. He's like, I haven't listened to this since high school. And then he started talking about that, how that song kind of correlated with his life, how in high school, girls didn't want to date you if you didn't have a car because mm-hmm. you're a scrub. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, it's not like I was in a, in a well-off neighborhood. It's just people, you know, people being dumb. Like Welcome there was only the- like a few guys in or yeah. kids in our class that drove. They were the only ones dating. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the foreshadowing of our, you know, of the man's life. <laughs> you ain't got material shit. Nah, you ain't going to be dating <laughs> nobody. And um, so that, that got us talking about, you know, it was nice just come, ta- talking about high school and things like that. And um, there's a song and I don't know what song it was mm-hmm. where I skipped it. I'm like, nah, I don't know this one. He goes, oh, you don't like such and such. I have no idea what it was. Okay. I go. No, I don't know who that was is. Was it a rock song or? Yeah, it was like okay. rock ish. Okay, it's probably a grunge. Song. It was like a something about a priest or church or satan, not satanic angel or something. I don't remember. I remember that the title of the song or the band had godly or god or or something. Anyway, hmm. you're gonna have to ask him. <laughs> I, god something something god is yeah. not ringing a bell. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a church song. It was just like the title of this whatever. And he goes, yeah, like, I'm like, no, nah, I don't know this song. So we, I skipped it. And then right away, we were both like, come, my lady, come, come, yeah. my lady. Yeah, we both were really into that song. <laughs> nice. I um, I shared it this morning with my boss, actually. Oh, yeah? And uh, I I go, yeah, I have this playlist. I'm going to be going, you know, flying to Chicago. And then uh, the next day or two days later, I can't remember what day we're leaving. Uh, we're going over to uh, North Carolina and then I get down to North Carolina and then it's a 12 hour drive. So I decided to make this playlist and this playlist turned into or turned from me like, okay, about 12, maybe I'll get 13, 14 hours. Cause I'll, I'll probably skip a song or two, you mm-hmm. know, give, give a little buffer for, for the road. All of a sudden it's 22 hours. <laughs> and I'm still adding yeah. music and I'm still, you know, yeah, I'll message you. Hey, what about this song? <laughs> what about this song? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was talking to my boss and, I was telling him, oh, I'm still adding stuff. You know, if you can think of anything that I haven't added in there, by all means, throw it my direction because I'm, I'm sure I haven't thought of everybody or everything, right? And she goes, well, I mean, I'm assuming you have like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC in there, right? And I go, honestly, I was kind of trying to avoid them. Yeah. And she's like, what? How can you avoid them? This entire thing. I go, I just don't want to put an entire album of yeah. theirs on there. And I didn't want to put on the really kind of sappy slow songs because yeah. again this is like a road trip playlist yeah. right there or has to be a long almost yeah and, or just kind of rock out exactly i wanted something that even if you weren't singing the whole time the energy of the song was at a certain tempo that 
you could turn down a little bit, still hear it while having a conversation and not being too distracted, but then hear the next song come on and go, oh yeah, yeah. this is my jam, let's do this. And I, some of the songs I don't know because they're probably too like rock mm-hmm. for me. Just like, a, a genre you weren't. A genre yeah. that I was not just like, I didn't listen to. And mm-hmm. then I also, I lived, you know, I grew up in Southern, what, the Southwest or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you're up here and yeah. there's oh yeah i mean grunge you know? is a huge thing up in you know the, the seattle area <laughs> and that's what i was trying to explain to philip when we were listening he's like i'm like well there's gonna be different now i'm not yeah. gonna know a lot of songs mm-hmm. probably gonna know like i want to say 50 maybe 60 percent if i'm lucky because mm-hmm. a lot of these songs i'm like yeah but some of them i'm like i don't know <laughs> yeah well there <laughs> or, was a- or I after like if I hear the chorus a little, I'm like, this kind of sounds familiar, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. And there's there's been a couple of songs that I put on there. Again, growing up, it wasn't that I didn't listen to hip hop or rap necessarily, but it was definitely it had to be like the top twenty kind of list, you know, of that week or that month or whatever. And even then there were so many times like if I was in charge of the radio, I was changing the channel. You know, I was scrolling through. I was tired of hearing it. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that great or whatever. But with this playlist, I'm throwing those songs on because it still brings me back to a certain time, you yeah. know. And it's not that it's not that I don't like them now um, or that they're any better than what they were before. It's just the the memory of the nostalgia with them brings back so much, you know, so much uh, a, a time in my life that that's why i like the song mostly you know yeah it's funny because i have a playlist that i made that actually um reminds me a lot of nancy but Mm -hmm. because when i was younger she took music that i think brenda was into and i took music that nancy was into and all my other sisters and like so i i made a playlist that kind of takes me back as well to like when i was uh in high school and middle school and mm-hmm. nancy and i remember uh playing it and nancy goes can you send me this playlist <laughs> and i'm like i like that you know yeah there's something about somebody telling you oh send me that playlist it's like yeah of course <laughs> yeah yeah i uh so like i said i shared it with my boss she go i mean i sent it to her she had opened it and then maybe five minutes later she goes I heard the first song and I was sold. And then the second song came on and I, and now I know I'm definitely sold. And I go, well, are you playing it straight through or are you shuffling it? She goes, oh, I'm playing it straight through. Should I shuffle it? I go, that's the, that's the best way to enjoy it because yeah. there are definitely chunks of, because with Spotify, as you're creating a list, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of makes suggestions of similar songs. And so there's plenty of times where I was like, oh yeah, this song, I, mm-hmm. I punch it. And then it would make suggestions of a similar sound. And so all of a sudden you'll have these big chunks of music that are a bunch of grunge or a bunch yeah. of punk rock or a bunch of hip hop or mm-hmm. a bunch of rap or whatever. Every now and then as well, it's like five songs in a row by the same band, you know? And so I go, yeah, you have to shuffle it. So throughout the day, I'm sending her messages just like, oh man, I just heard uh, Santana's Smooth. <laughs> And then it just went straight into 50, cl- uh, 50 cent in the club, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and then it went to like Nelly Furtado, you know, and then it went back to like, uh, Billy Idol or, or all, you know, just like 
all over the place. Yeah. And some of the songs in there too uh, are like 80s, 70s or whatever. Yeah, because but it's we still hit... got some of that 80s because Exa- they played yeah. it in the movies that we watched. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. And so it's like a hit and miss or a kind of a smodge podge of those. Yeah. But I like it because again, like it was either putting music on there that really kind of defines what I felt our generation of music was but then also just straight up good road tripping songs, regardless mm-hmm. of, you know, what generation they're mm-hmm. a part of. Cause I think good music, regardless of when it was made, if it's really good, if it's a, if it's a banger of a song, you know, it's a hit. If it slaps. If it slaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be played throughout every generation until yeah. there's no more generations to, you know, hear it. Yeah. So what do you think a song? What's, what is one of the oldest songs? that you know that has been like every like whatever so like years every few years it just like comes back and like becomes a hit becomes a hit or not becomes a hit but becomes popular or like everybody kind of knows oh um well i think um fortunate son is a really good one i don't know what that is (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you've heard it oh my gosh uh all the old people are gonna hit me for not remembering who who's singing it um oh my gosh i don't know why it's skipping my mind right now. i think this would be a good question to think about and like we should all come back with like this song (laughs) yeah no i agree i think it will be i think that'd be great Mm because there's yeah there are so many songs that when i hear them i all of a sudden go oh yeah that song haven't heard it and it's so old or like you know um when you know it happens a lot when there's a new show or something right Mm -hmm. and it's a a period piece sort of you know where it's like based in the 70s or yeah and like they take a song from that era and they use it in the show and all of a sudden it's like like right now i'm watching um stranger things the Mm -hmm. new season and that song by kate bush um running towards the hill or something like that it's it's like very popular right now because it's on the show it's uh, one of the the big scenes mm-hmm. Creedence Clearwater sorry <laughs> <laughs> keep going um but anyways like that's an example of a song that you know was made you know way back maybe not way back when but it's popular right now like mm-hmm. Remember, like, especially people that are, like, doing the TikToks or the Vines or yeah, whatever. Yeah, And they use, like, old songs, and all of a sudden, they're popular Trending again. and, yeah. Yeah, like, like, um. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I don't, I don't know if I know the song necessarily. I remember reading an article, now they're talking about it. I remember reading an article saying something like, whoever says thanks Stranger Things for mm-hmm. making my music so popular again mm-hmm. and trending and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I know the song or the. Um, I'm sure I, I. I'm sure I've heard of it. It's just there's so many songs that, like, okay, for example, um, the song "Low." Everybody refers to it as "Apple Bottom Jeans." You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So there are so many songs out there where it's just like, obviously, the name of the song is in the lyrics, like the Gorilla song. Yeah, which one? Uh, the Clint Eastwood. The Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the name of the song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it makes it so hard to remember what the hell a song is called, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, that's the beauty of music, though. It kind of 
links you to people, mm-hmm. whether it was from a long time ago or now. You know, I I wanted to put some R. Kelly on there, but don't. I know. Uh, believe me, there is one song that reminds me of when I used to take the fucking school bus. They used to play it on the radio, and I used to fucking jam to it. Mm-hmm. Like, but fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like, God. But I, that song. I, it's just so good. <laughs> his, his, ugh. Yeah. Why? Why? Fuck that guy. Can somebody like <laughs> just remix it, remake a new song, like do a cover, so we can actually start won't, hearing the won't song? They, won't they have to give him money? I don't fucking know. Yeah, nah. I don't know. But yeah, that one song, this one song from him, it just takes me back to like middle school. Mm. Yeah. Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird. That takes me oh, oh, back yeah, to school bus. Oh, yeah, I love bus. that song. Nelly yeah. Furtado, you know what's so funny about, that reminds me of when I was younger and like Black Eyed Peas were a mm. thing and Fergie. Mm. And like, I think Fergie and Nelly Furtado had like beef. Oh, really? And I was like... Well, fuck Nelly Furtado. And I have no idea why they were beefing, you know? And I was, <laughs> right? I, yeah, but I was young kids, and I'm like, know. Fergie, you Even know? Even as adults, it's like, what's it matter? But yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Fergie was dating Josh Dumel or, or like almost, or like engaged to him. Like, mm-hmm. I love Fergie because she's weird, but like, fuck Nelly Furtado, even though I don't know what the fuck the beef is about. <laughs> Dude, do you know? Okay. Shakira. I saw her on a talk show recently. She is not like, people say, this person's not aged she legit has not aged and i remember being young like a young kid teenager whatever and you know just being a young boy being like oh man she's so hot uh right but oh. then i've seen her as an adult and i'm just like no she's just cute and pretty yeah you know? she's pretty like, i mean she's banging because like I mean, she keeps herself in shape yeah you know but then like you know just the same as anybody like britney spears or christina aguilera or whatever but they were no, turned uh, into like well no 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 but they were turned into like these like sexual objects for the performances oh and when stuff. they were young when they were young yeah. yeah and so i think that's definitely why when i was much younger it was just like oh damn sexy as fuck uh you know like not i don't know there's certain words from like yeah, it's kind of disrespectful, <laughs> you know. And so, like, those were the kind of words I guess I would use. I was using to describe um, Shakira back in the day when I was young. But now I'm just like, wow, she's just a gorgeous woman. Yeah, like, she is. Like, holy cow! Legitimately looks like she's still in her 20s, and I think she's in her 40s or 50s, maybe. Um, anyways, I guess she's doing some TV show with. Nick Jonas. Yeah, I yeah. knew you'd know him. See, I'm not putting, I'm not putting the Jonas Brothers <laughs> I, on my okay, playlist because so I, I don't. I, know they weren't part of my generation. I only know because I yesterday I was looking at Shakira's Instagram oh. because there is she's actually in like the media right now or the tabloids or hmm. you know hmm. whatever because her husband allegedly cheated on her. Oh, and supposedly there's proof and supposedly you know what i think is lame what an artist who's kind of disappeared from the scene they're still doing their job they're still successful they're still doing stuff yeah she's she's been on the voice like for the past like for like seasons on and off she's sure but like has she been having much uh, publicity not Uh, that i know i mean she's got a lot of fans in like the spanish-speaking world And that's true yeah that's yeah but i mean she's like she's not popular. she hasn't been on like talk shows or those kind of things like she's not been the one 
promoting anything necessarily that yeah. she's been working on. So do you think this is um all like for... a stunt of some sort? I don't. I don't know, I don't know if I would say a stunt so much as just like because all of a sudden she is a topic of discussion now because again she's promoting things she's she's actually the face of promotion at least within the states of mm-hmm. something i'm sure she probably does other promotions within the spanish community um spanish speaking mm-hmm. community that she might be more uh uh i don't know trending in or whatever but it seems like the moment a celebrity basically is promoting something on one of the mainstream talk shows all of a sudden, like that's when drama starts happening in yeah. their life that gets out there and stuff. And it's just like, well, that sucks. Why? Yeah. Why? Like, like let them just fucking keep existing. They're promoting yeah. something. Don't. <laughs> but <laughs> our publicity is good publicity. Well, no, exactly, exactly. Though, right? So there, that is true. <laughs> I think you should share your playlists um, with our listeners out there <laughs> i was thinking about it i actually was thinking about it i was going to post it today but then i was just like well I'll wait um i shared it with my entire well uh everybody that reports into my boss as i left everybody was or clocked off everybody was just like oh cody we're gonna miss you i'm like guys oh I'm, you're already gonna you're already switching over yeah yeah so today was my last day on my team oh wow i'm going on vacation for the next week and a half 10 days whatever mm-hmm. that is <clears throat> whatever that is and then when i come back I'll be reporting into my um, new team. Oh, cool. And so... You've met your new team? I've met my boss, my new boss. Yeah. Actually, I... She... Well, I guess her name's Nicole. So she was technically the second um, launch manager that I worked with. Um, But in terms of like a full-on building that was opening from start to finish, she was the first uh, manager that I worked with. As, a, as like a stakeholder or another team that she's on another team. She had had some side program project that she was in charge of. And then finally it got to a point of being so, so big. So, you know, grandiose, whatever that she couldn't do it on her own anymore. So then, you know, the director of the org finally said, all right, write up a paper, say how many people you need, you know, the business plan, all this stuff. And then I think sometime middle of 2020 she finally stopped being a launch manager and started managing her own team for another process and then by the end of 2020 had a full-on team and it's now uh, expanding even more because of you know the, the demand of what she's doing mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool i i think it's really cool because it's always nice to start working for somebody who they when they built something more or less from the ground up whether it be a full-on business or you know part of a business to help or whatever because to me it shows like that person's dedicated and they care about what they're doing but then also they've gone through the struggles of you know the the barriers the pitfalls and all that stuff to get their vision up and running and so i think she'll be a good mentor for me um professionally and stuff as well that's good. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so as I was telling everybody goodbye today, mm-hmm. by goodbye, I, I said, well, don't miss me too much. I'm still in the same organization. And then I sent a a GIF of... It's not GIF, it's GIF. GIF, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> of um, Ron Swanson being no. like, I'm not one for, for speeches. I'm not one for speeches, so goodbye. And he turns around <laughs> and walks out. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's how I left the team. That's um, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back and I said, and here's a gift for you all, um, a parting gift for you all. So please enjoy. And I sent them, I shared the link to the Spotify playlist. And uh, about an hour after that, one of my peers who has my phone number, she messages me and she goes, how old are you? Somebody's asking something about a playlist or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a Spotify thing. I'll share it to you as well. And um, I go, but I'm 33. I'll be 34. And then she's like, oh, okay. Well, enjoy your vacation. See ya. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, all right. That's fair. (laughs) Because that's how I would respond to. (laughs) Okay. Enjoy your vacation. No explanation of why I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, no. Actually, no. She she did say uh, the other person who was asking said, was asking how old I was because I might be even more awesome than she had realized. <laughs> and I had responded saying, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> and then that's yeah. when she, and that's when she said, well, enjoy your vacation. See ya. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. funny. Good, good. Well, congrats on your, your Spotify um, playlist because Watch, I enjoy it's gonna, it. It's going to blow up more than a freaking <laughs> podcast. That's all right. I'll be glad that I contributed something to the world. <laughs> What's that? A segue. Oh my god! I just realized that my shirt is inside out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you are having a rough day, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I came. I came over to record, and my stomach was hurting because I don't fucking know. But I was. It was hurting so bad that I felt nauseous. Mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna puke, and then are you Pragers? No. Okay. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and it was very unsatisfying, mm-hmm. but all the effort and on the reward. Yeah, and like I mean, I feel a little better. Um, I still feel a little bit nauseous. Hmm. Like I feel like I need something like a seltzer drink. Maybe I'm dehydrated. Hmm. I haven't been drinking much water, which I probably should. Well, after this, we can go to the store, get some seltzer, and I have like raspberry syrup, and you do like a Italian soda, I guess, mm-hmm. but like raspberry Italian soda. Oh, there's also pear syrup oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah let's do some mixed drinks <laughs> mixed drinks i mean not alcohol but like mixed <laughs> virgin drinks oh because you're gonna um you're leaving tonight mm-hmm. um yeah. i mean i'm drinking a beer right now but you know, <laughs> i'm gonna get three and a half hours of sleep that's it well i mean i say three and a half i'm gonna be on the plane for three and a half hours uh, you do you are you able to sleep on planes are you mm, like you yes and no when i fly internationally definitely uh-huh. And it really depends on, let's see here. I think uh, when I was in California flying home, kind of fell asleep for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was basically I was forcing myself because I was tired and I just kind of forced myself to close my eyes and mm-hmm. drift off or whatever. I get too um, anxious. It's like no matter if, even though I'm tired, I could be just like my eyes are just like they hurt. I'm just exhausted from not really sleeping because. Mm-hmm. And when I'm on a plane, I'm just so like anxious. And mm. after like more than an hour and a half, which usually are my, after more than an hour, which usually my flights to LA are like what two hours, two and a half hours, mm. um, I get really like anxious. Like I, I'm like bouncing my leg. Like I want to really? like get off my, oh, get out of my seat. Like I get very like anxious to the point where I feel like tears are gonna come out of my eyes. Like mm. I, I don't know. I just don't like it. I get, um, I don't get anxious. I don't think. I think 
my body responds very similar similarly. <laughs> Fucking words, man. <laughs> my name's Cody. Stoops. And I don't know how to English good. Stupid. Speak good, speak good, speak good words. I don't know how to word good. I don't either. Yeah. I was telling April oh. that since my last seizure, I feel like I've lost a fucking brain cell or something because I feel dumber. Hmm. Or like I, I mess up a lot. I mean, I've always messed up. but See, I felt that basically ever since the pandemic. Like, <laughs> I feel like I fuck up words more. I feel like I can't recall certain things. I feel like I'm getting like early onset Alzheimer's, to be honest. Really? Well, okay, so... With Alzheimer's, like, the less somebody is engaged with, like, using their mind and stuff, the faster they deteriorate because, Mm -hmm. like, they're just not using it. So their mind just Mm -hmm. slowly slips. So it doesn't – it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of us who work from home and especially somebody like me who's moved and it took forever to get any sort of social group. Do you not play, like, word games or – Not really. Um, stimulating games or i mean i was reading a little bit there but yeah but when i'm working it's kind of hard to you know (laughs) read a book or whatever while i'm working (laughs) especially when i'm reading emails and typing stuff up one um i I feel like this talent of mine is that i could be singing along to music Mm -hmm. while typing things out that i'm reading okay and not make a mistake dang yeah so I could just like my fingers know what 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 I'm reading, even though my brain's like singing along to the music. <laughs> I do this thing where I will be working on something and I'll be so focused on it, but it'll be like I'll know where I need to get to with whether I'm typing something up or I'm working on an Excel spreadsheet and I'm putting formulas and stuff together to you know do whatever I need the worksheet to do for me. Mm-hmm. By the time I'm done with whatever I'm doing, somebody could, like the next day or even later on the day, they could be looking at it and they go, oh, how'd you do this? Where'd you get from this? Blah, 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 whatever. Just trying to ask questions about it. And I'll look at it and I'll go, uh, I have no fucking clue. I'm going to hold on. And then I like go back through and I look at it and I go, oh, okay, that's what I did. Here we go. And then I show them stuff. And and the crazy thing is, is like, especially like with Excel, there are so many times where I might spend the entire day trying to figure out how to do one freaking thing that there's no, or there's very little resources on as to how to do it. And it's not necessarily something that I've seen or heard somebody do so much as I sit there and I go, huh, well, if this is just a long, like formulas, if this is just essentially a long math equation mm-hmm. and I went this part of an equation to then be multiplied by this part of an equation how do I write that out so that it happens? And so I'll spend the entire day trying to find the the way to either write it out or the correct formula or mm-hmm. function or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you would think, because I'm sitting there spending so much freaking time on it, by the time I was done, I'd be like, here's how you do it. No, it's like, I hold on. Let me go back to the page that I, or the website that I actually found my answer and tell you because i don't remember what the hell i did to get this (laughs) but i was gonna say i also think because a lot of my work now yeah for the most part is just me either being quiet and working 
or getting on conference calls and talking to people, telling them what to do. And a lot of times it's just rehearsed or regurgitated stuff over and over again that when it comes to actual conversation, there's so many times where I'm just like, I'll say a word like simplicity or whatever. whatever I already forgot. I don't even know. Right. Whatever. Yeah. And I'll stumble on it and I'm just like, why is that word so hard to say right now? And I think sometimes it's just about <laughs> practicing big words. I don't know if you notice why I do this a lot where I'll say a word, I'll use a word in a sentence and I'm like, that's a word, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do the same thing sometimes. That's why I was just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and for me, it's just because I have read a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. I used to love to read. So there are certain, I like to use certain words that I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it makes you feel smart. Yeah, because yeah. if I know it, I'm going to use it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll try to use what I know in conversations. And then I'm like, is that a word? Because it just sounds foreign. You know, I think some of it is too, at least for me, is the predictive texting and autocorrecting. Hmm. So Maybe. have you heard Have you heard the word amongst? So it's a yeah. real word. Amongst. Right? Uh-huh. Try putting it into your phone or typing it and it'll always say that it's, a, it's wrong. Huh? Or I'll try to correct it unless you've unless you've already changed it and fixed it, at least for my phone. And when I type it out in an email or I type it into a Word doc or something, mm-hmm. it'll give it a, the little red squiggly line or it'll try to correct it or whatever. And then I'll sit there and go, what the fuck? And so I'll put it into Google and mm-hmm. it's like an actual word. I'm like, OK, I know it is. Mm-hmm. So there's so many words that. I've done that with where I'm like, no, I know this is a freaking word <laughs> and I'll spell it the correct way and it'll keep saying it's wrong. And then I go to like Google or something and I look it up. And I'm like, no, I, I, I spell, I, you know, I spelled it correctly, but then moving forward, I'm always just like, oh crap, am I actually spelling this wrong? Or does it just not know the word, whether it be my phone or a word document, an email or whatever. And so for me, a lot of times I'm like, is that a word? It's simply because <laughs> I have this technology basically gaslighting me, (laughs) (laughs) you know, damn abusive technology. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but then it will have like, I don't know, fucking some slang word out there. And I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) You know, fucking, I don't know. TikTok that comes up and that's recognized as a real word, but fucking amongst is well, I typed word. amongst right now, um, you know, just kind of like swipey mm-hmm. like text mm-hmm. and it did write it in. I wonder if if I only see it when I'm in emails then. Emails? Yeah. What's email? Okay. So now my phone does amongst. So it's usually just like emails or Word documents or stuff mm. like that, which makes sense why I would be questioning myself because I'm mm. always typing crap out for work. So there go the popo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm innocent. I didn't cut anybody's breaks, I swear. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <I> swear. <laughs> Likely story. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this playlist. I'm excited for this road trip. Um I'm ex- I'm not excited because you're gonna be gone, but I'm excited to hang out with the dogs. Yeah. I know. I spent so much time working on that guest room to make sure that it's like, nice, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, oh, Shelly's room. <laughs> Shelly's room, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it, and I like that. Um, Octavius stays in the room with me. Yeah. Even the other one. I think he'll come out here usually. Yeah, <laughs> if he's not in his 
in his um, crate. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I haven't decided if I if I'll put them in this crate or not, just because mm. I might I might let um, Sophie room. Oh yeah, yeah. Around upstairs, yeah. see what she does. You know, with the that. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. <laughs> It'll be fine. I okay. think. Yeah, I think if you put them in the crate, they'll be fine. I might yeah. put them in the crate. I mean, that's where I put them all the time. I mean, I, what's nice is Octavia doesn't go and chase her. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're definitely both going to be super interested in her. Yeah. Because they haven't seen her in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Octavius might like stand up to go see her. <laughs> yeah. So I hope she catches she, a mouse she, or two. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she won't. I don't even, I think even if I remove the, the like from blocking the downstairs, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if she'll come up. She might because she used to, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to get her tonight. She might she might need a moment to warm up and stuff. She's so goofy. She's so cute. I I'm so glad that she has opened cute. up and become so much more sociable. She's still kind of skittish and weird, but like her skittishness yeah. isn't like you move and she's like, "Fuck, I'm out <laughs> of here. I'm running. I'm going nuts." It's like she's just startled for a second and then she's just like, "Oh, okay." Something strange happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um I was coming back home. Um, Philip and I, we went to go get something to eat and I was coming back home and outside of our apartment, there was these two cats. One of them is a regular. He's Mm. always out there because we know where he lives. He lives upstairs somewhere. But the other one was a younger cat. Maybe like he seemed like he was Sophie's age, maybe a little younger. Mm -hmm. Cute. Had no collar, but he looked clean and he was the friendliest cat. He, she, whatever. Mm -hmm. He like was meowing and like wanting us like he stood up and like wanted us to pet him Mm -hmm. he wanted to go inside my apartment anyway Mm -hmm. sophie saw this cat Mm -hmm. and i closed the door and after i closed the door she was meowing like like she wanted that's my friend yeah and so i opened the bedroom window because that you could see um like more of like the front Mm -hmm. of the apartment and that's where the cats were well Sophie was looking out. I opened the blind so that she could sit on her window where she likes to be. And that cat was sitting maybe five feet away from the window. Like there's like this little gate and it Uh was just sitting there like looking at Sophie. And like it was sitting like a little loaf where it was just chilling. Yeah. And Sophie was like, she like did this little paw motion. Like she wanted to like reaching out to this cat. We, Philip and I both saw it and it was still, it Did was you record so cute. Or anything? No, because you it record just all happened. her other cute shit. I know. <laughs> but the thing is like, I kept going back and forth cause she was, she's not a very vocal cat as you know. Yeah. She oh yeah. Meow, yeah. But she was meowing a lot. Like meow, meow. Like I want this fucking cat. Wow. I almost let this cat inside. I was feeling so sad. Like I didn't <laughs> know if it has an owner. I haven't seen it today. Okay. But I was like, if I see it again, I'm going to take this cat. <laughs> Sophie wants this cat. Yeah. Yeah. And he that's looks awesome. And it was so cute. That is yeah. cute. Yeah. That's so, I mean, that's kind of a good sign though. Cause you're, you know, you were talking about possibly getting another cat because, um, you feel bad just the few times that you do have to leave or something. Yeah. And I don't leave her alone often, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we've gotten a lot closer where she lets me pick her up and hold her for minutes. And I wonder, chill. I wonder if, it's a good sign that she will and does like to get along with cats and stuff. Yeah, it was so strange. Or and her her, like, her her tail wasn't like puffy mm-hmm. and like she wasn't, you know, because she has seen other cats where her tail like it's like she's just like not having it. Mm-hmm. But this one was a, a strange one. Like it was so cute. Hmm. 
Yeah. I wonder what vibes it was giving off to. And I was like, I almost like, well, she's from the shelter. And I was like, what if she knows this cat? <laughs> it was really cool. What if it's her sibling? Yeah. That'd I be mean, crazy. It was, a, it was like all gray. It was a really cute cat. Yeah. Yeah. I once thought about getting a cat, even when I was when I first moved here. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a cat. And then I'm like, I already have two dogs. <laughs> I would never leave this house to go anywhere <laughs> to do anything. Because who's going to show up and like watch three animals that's <laughs> not theirs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, your, your dogs are really easy to watch. I mean, I literally pretty much just feed them. And that's all I do for them. I feed them. Mm-hmm. I give them water. And then they you just take hang them outside. Out. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're pretty low maintenance. I think I think I got really lucky because even Picasso, who is a bit more of a spaz, quite a bit of a spaz, has a lot more energy and wants to always play and all that stuff. Yeah. He does chill out pretty well. Mm. Like he doesn't get on tables. He doesn't get on the couches or furniture or anything, really. The other day, maybe it was earlier today, I had gone to my room and because I had my bed down on the ground while I eventually work on the bed frame for it. Mm-hmm. He was on the other side of my bed and there's a little gap between the bed and the wall enough to walk, you know, for like a nightstand to be there. Essentially, I walked into the room after either showering or being in the kitchen or something like that. And he was just chilling on the other side of the bed. And I look in there. I'm like, oh, what are you doing over there, bud? He just kind of looks at me and like, all right. And I get as he stood up, I could tell he was going to follow me out. And I took a moment and I appreciated that my bed is on the ground and he walks around my bed to come out the room to come hang out with me and Octavius or if he goes into that spot he walks around the bed even though it would be very easy to just go tromping on it and like <laughs> I'm surprised you know so since it's like nicer out I'm most likely gonna go walking with Picasso nice you should I yeah. think yeah he'll definitely like it um maybe like when I hang out with Philip oh he loves dogs yeah yeah so just yeah he's definitely a dog you keep on the leash yeah as you know i know you know (laughs) (laughs) i I would i would be so afraid of him like never getting him back again yeah fuck that i'd be i'd be crying (laughs) well and that was it was funny that one time when or the last time he got out (laughs) i I felt bad because i knew you felt bad and i'm just like i could have stopped it and said something but (laughs) it was more or less a test to see if he was going to do it and i knew he would and Sure enough, he had the door open enough and he just bolted. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is, like, he's just excited, right? But he took off. He took off with excitement. But the moment he saw that it was, you know, well, that guy that we thought was, yeah. he thought was me, clearly. And then he saw me. He, and he just came running back all happy and everything. Yeah. But what I've learned with him is he wants to play chase. He wants to, <laughs> he wants to just be a pain in the ass, I was right? trying to get him so badly. <laughs> But I have found that if I if I show if I calmly follow and I can get his attention and show excitement, he starts coming back. <laughs> but oh my gosh, when I go out when I go out to the lake with him, he it doesn't I mean he will not come back. Like if I'm out in the middle of nowhere with him, he's so excited by all the smells, everything. Oh wow. To the point where um I'll even get into my car. Actually, if he sees me go into my car, to my vehicle, he that's when he's like, no, I'm not done. I'm going to stand over here. You know, and he just kind of hangs out. And I'll be like, no, let's go. Come on. He's like, he just stands there and stares wow. at me. He doesn't move. Stubborn. And then I might walk. Through, and this might be 20, 30, 40, 50 feet away from me. You know, he's not coming any closer. I might take a few steps towards him, say 10 feet. And he's 
running again. I'm like, you little shit, you know? And so, after you, how does he come back? Do you have to use like your stern voice or something? Yeah. Or try to find something that might interest him. He'll eventually come back. One time I just started driving off and he just stood there and watched me go. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And I'm not driving fast. I'm just rolling, you know, kind of going maybe five miles, 10 miles per hour. And I keep looking at my rear view mirror and I'm going up this hill, this dirt hill or Mm. uh, gravel hill. It's probably a quarter mile long before it turns. Otherwise, it's just kind of straight. And I'm sitting there and he's at the very bottom of the hill down where I had parked and I'm driving away from him and he's just standing there chilling and I'm driving, driving and I keep looking and he kind of is walking towards me. Otherwise, he's just kind of sitting there and then I'm getting ready to turn the corner and I'm just like, fuck dog. What? Like, it's not like Octavius when Octavius was a young pup. And even now, if I start walking away from him when he's not listening or something, the very few times now, but he kind of looks and he's like, oh shit. And he comes running back and like. Mm-hmm. No, I'm here. Don't leave me. The mm-hmm. was just like, I don't, I don't care. You. <laughs> I don't, you're not the boss. You're not my real dad. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. So, but no, I mean, he's gotten better. I, it was, it, he just, I don't know. He, he, th- he likes to think he can be the one in charge, especially when he's having a good time. But he's, he's not. A, he's a little shit. He's sweet. He's a sweetie. Having pets is good. I think having Sophie has been good for me too. I think so too, especially now that she's really opening up. And what I think I've enjoyed the most about you having Sophie and kind of watching your demeanor on things is the more. So, okay. When you first got Sophie, she was very skittish. She was scared of everything, would hide. It would kind of creep out to see what was going on. But the moment anybody moved, like, Everybody's sitting down and you turn your body to look to see that she's there. She bolts and yeah. she goes nuts <laughs> and she's gone, you know. Um, but seeing her improvements since you've had her has been awesome to watch on her. But then I think it's also somehow reflected on your demeanor on things too. Your excitement that you've contributed to the growth, I guess. Well, you know? yeah, because I think... I thought, you know, this cat will never, you know, be like this, like my previous cats, like that we've Mm -hmm. always had. They've always been like, I could hold them and like squish them. And and I'm like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta respect my little kitty and that's the way she is. But I think it's, it was just a trust thing. Like Mm -hmm. when I, every time I come home and I say hello to the cat, she flops on her back and like that's our routine and i say hello i pet her pick her up and hug her for a few minutes and mm-hmm. she's like she purrs and she's happy cuz she trusts me mm-hmm. and i th- and then her like that's her place you know that's obviously that's my yeah. place but her having her like her her space makes her a lot more comfortable too mm. which and you know i just think she's the cutest cat so i'm she's always really cute. sending videos to people like Look at my cat. This is my cat. <laughs> she does this weird thing with her leg. Like she favors one of her legs and like she oh, dangles she's sitting it on the everywhere. Windowsill? Yeah. Yeah. Those are adorable it's pictures. so funny to me. And like, I don't know. I just love her. Does she like sway it back and forth as she's sitting there? No. Oh, okay. It just like, it just dangles there. Or like every time she like lays down mm. and once she's comfortable, she'll extend that one leg. Mm. Boop, boop, just pops it up or like 
lays it. Yeah. Yeah, extends it out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Always. And yeah. I, I, I do this thing with like a group of my friends on Snapchat where I like have a daily leg update of like her sitting differently, but yeah. with her leg being weird. <laughs> <laughs> And then That's I'll get funny. replies like, she's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that yeah. was the first thing I thought. She's sitting out there at the window, yeah. like looking out. It's wide open. She's just like, look at my leg, boys. I know. One of my friends says, she's like a she reminds gal. me of one of those like, like ladies in Amsterdam where like. Oh, in the, the red light district. <laughs> I don't know. When I went there, they were all sitting on stools, just scrolling social media. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm obsessed with my, with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Segway. Well, on that cheery note, let's go yeah. and wrap it up. Good talk. Yeah, it was fun. OGs. The OGs. But um, I did miss Brenda's input. Yeah. Let me see. If she was here and she heard us talk about this shit, mm. this would be her reply. Oh, Picasso is so cute, though. He's gorgeous. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tavis don't be talking shit about Picasso. Yeah. Oh, he is sweet. Okay. okay. <laughs> Those were right there would have been her her input. <laughs> yeah. Um high level. I mean, I'm she would have said a lot more than that, obviously. What else? Um, um You guys are stupid. Stupid. <laughs> talking about music. She probably would have brought up some like old music that we some don't good know stuff. of. Yeah. Some good stuff, but at the same time we'd be like, What? Or at least I would be. She'd list some band or whatever. Oh, I get I did get some three eleven on the playlist. Yeah. Um what else would nice. she have added? It's kind of fun trying to think of what she would <laughs> add to the conversation. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she always has something interesting to say. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Well, it was nice chatting and don't worry about a thing when you're on vacation. I will not. You know. I never worry when. I'm I never little, worry when I am you're... a little worried about if somebody drives by. Oh. But, I mean, if he. I mean. Yeah, just yeah, whatever. Anyway, but that only that thought only crossed my mind like when I was here. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I might hang out with Philip since I am closer to him mm. while I'm staying here. He's welcome to come over. I know. Yeah, I told him, but uh, he probably will. Maybe. You know, I was thinking right when you said, like literally in the last five seconds. <laughs> Even if you know it is what's his face and he does drive by the sidewalk and parking lot is going to be full of vehicles. So it's not going to look like you're here by yourself. Yeah. So it's not like I highly doubt he has, you know, the guts <laughs> He's staking to... out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anybody else around. These these vehicles must be decoys. <laughs> Time to go uh, in. Nah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It probably will come um during the weekend and yes. we'll chill. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm never worried when I, when you're, when you're helping me out. Mm-hmm. Good. I trust you. You're you're good peeps. Yeah. 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 I'm a good egg. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're in my basket and I've counted you all. Hey, okay. Um and you haven't hatched? I don't know. Or you have? I don't think anyways, before that we okay. derail all this, yeah. let's get going. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks everybody for joining us. Brenda yeah. will be back on the next one. Um again, she just got super busy with work, which mm-hmm. You know what happens. happens. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Be sure yeah. to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Be what, what Cody said. Be sure <coughs> to um, <laughs> listen to us on Spotify and Apple. Um, Where am I going podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on Instagram at where am I going pod. Email us 
where am i going pod at gmail.com yeah. send us questions um send us what you think send us critiques by the time you hear this i will have shared the playlist <laughs> feel free to tell us some suggestions to put on there i can't promise that i will add it yeah. but if it's a good if it's a good one i'll get it on there yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm not putting anything like lincoln park or anything like that yeah. i'm staying away from the harder rock stuff this is I don't nostalgia. know, high energy nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Like even if it wasn't your jam back in the day, it's that music that you heard everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it'll bring back some sort of memory because again, it was played everywhere. You know, yeah. maybe it was played at the mall, maybe it was played on your school bus, maybe it was played at the school dances, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this has this is um Christina. I was gonna say something else, but chose chose then. I chose my name. <laughs> Well, this is Drunkle Cody <laughs> putting together them old school tunes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, bye everybody. Bye. <laughs>